Wednesday, life and career growth on Sound Awake. Ostabi, a happy Wednesday. Anything can happen day. For the first time in weeks, eh? Yes! Uh, good morning, happy Wednesday we have to have tea so that I can help you understand what I mean and unpack it because it's not as it's not in that in that perspective that you may be thinking. It's actually quite deeper, but that's a discussion for, for offline. Ah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Science, you know your value and self worth. On a scale one to ten, how many of us do you think uh, can answer this? Uh, question confidently, Ostabia. Yeah, Manja, this one is a tough one. Simply because, you know, when all of us human beings, when we start thinking about our self-worth, we live in a world that says it must equate to, you know, tangible stuff. You know, how much you've accomplished, your performance, you know, the, maybe the people that you know, your, your appearances. So it's like you... You start putting yourself on that criteria based on you know what the what the world or the social norms are saying about your self-worth but i believe that a person's self-worth is actually deeper than that and the the products of 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 their of the person's self-worth will you know then it can amount to those things of having this and that but that shouldn't be the measuring stick um for for saying your self-worth, you are worthy because you have ABC. So now you get 10 out of 10. You can still be in a place whereby you're finding yourself, a place where things don't really make sense. They're still vague, you know, in terms of the tangible things or the material things. But that does not necessarily mean you have no value in this world. We always get it wrong. Né? Self-worth, I'm worth much, so much money. Have so many cars, friends in high places, and, and all of that. But uh, positive self-esteem, would you say it's one of the self-worth values that uh, we need to guard, again? We, we need to protect? Absolutely. I would wonder how we, we think about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves. So the, the concept of self, you know, that mental picture that you have of you as you're sitting alone, it's, it's, you should guard it and you should ensure that it is the, it's, it's, it's a correct reflection. I say this because I would mind that we go through a lot, a lot of things in our lives, you know, from childhood. And sometimes we are subjected to events and things that happened to us that were, you know, not our fault, things that we didn't call upon ourselves. But nonetheless, we do go through those things. And what I've observed through my own journey and through observing other people's lives is that when those things happen to us, especially the painful ones, they end up, you know, distorting the, our self-esteem, our view of, of ourselves. Because, you know, just because I come from a home that is like this, now it means I must look down on myself. Or just because I was abused or I was hurt or, you know, just because of the things that had happened to me, it starts really... Um, 
painting the picture that you have about yourself. So it's important to keep going back to reflect that, you know, the mental picture or, you know, the sense of your yourself and who you are, your self-esteem, is it defined by the proper thoughts, by the proper memories, or is it something that you need to redefine? You know, because what happened to you when you were a little girl is not the total picture of who you really are. For instance, that's an example. Hmm. Yeah, recognizing who I am. Gee, sometimes uh, we find that we actually don't like the person we are, and uh, we most probably recognize that it's time to, for us uh, to make the change. Absolutely, I would mind that. Um, it's important because we, we as human beings have, have realized that we are not stagnant and we were not created to be stagnant. So that continuously we are evolving and transforming. However, it's our responsibility to check how that transformation is happening. Is it on the to uh, going towards the positive side of the change or is, is it going uh, towards the negative side of the change? So what will inform the process of our transformation, of our becoming, is what we think about ourselves, what we believe about ourselves, you know, touching onto issues like self-esteem, issues about your confidence, issues about what you think about your own worth and value in this life. That will inform, you know, um, everything else that now happens in your life. Making a positive contribution towards the wellness of others or towards the goodness of others, as it were, will it also play into recognizing the difference you make and also add on to your positive self-esteem? That is spot on, Abudmanda. That is very important because once you start realizing your, your place or your space or the reason behind why you are here on this earth, you are able to carry yourself knowing that I am valuable. I have, you know, a reason to be on this earth. You know, I'm occupying the space not because it's by error or by mistake, but I've been called into this world because I'm also needed in whatever way it may be, you know. So it's our responsibilities as individuals to understand that because that's where the deep sense of identity, the deep sense of, of self-worth and self-esteem will come from. When you understand that you are here to make a contribution, there's, you know, you are created to be you and there, there's no other person like you. So clearly there's something very extraordinary about you that the, you know, the human legacy needs to get from you as well. And that's why you're here. And once that is internalized inside of you, then you also start carrying yourself with that um, sense of even the people around me, it means they too are valuable. You start, you, are, you start being able to identify that in others as well, to say, if I am this special, if I am this extraordinary and there's no one like me, surely that other person is exactly the same way. And this now starts feeding on how we relate to one another as human beings with demand. I remember I listened to uh, Miles Monroe, you know, talking about what's happening in the world. And he was saying that the issue that we have today as human beings is that we've devalued the value of being a human being. And that's why it's so much easy for another human being to cause pain or to to be able to go to the extent of killing another human being because we don't understand the true intrinsic value of a human being and how important it is. 
So if that can resonate inside of yourself first, it's going to be very easy for you to be able to identify it in the next person and hence not want to harm or, or, cause, or, or cause pain or afflict pain on the next person because you understand the value of, of human beings. The ability to recognize, um, you, you know, that the value in others and bring it to the fore and help them to appreciate it. W- would that be a value as well? Absolutely, Abut Manga. It is, it is, you know, one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm starting to learn more and more is how we as human beings, we are created to be interconnected. And the sooner we understand that, the better. So what I do, Abutimanja, is going to have an effect on the next person one way or another. It, the, the effect may not be immediate, but it's going to start showing, you know, in the future. For instance, I'll take it to a very simple thing of parenting. How I am raising my child is important because... My child is not going to be is functioning in society, and my child one day will be working somewhere, or they will be somebody's employer, or somebody's husband, or somebody's friend, or somebody's business partner. What the values that I instill in him, you know, about treating other people is important because it will start manifesting in how he treats people and how he's functioning wherever he's planted. So. All of this comes back to all of us as human beings to say we are interconnected in each other's lives. So it's one way or the other, you know, we start affecting each other. So it's important to know how that effect is and to work towards making that effect become a very positive one rather than a negative one. Being a peer? Um, unpacked that, I would mind that. To get to a point where your self-worth is about actually understanding that uh, you have leadership qualities that uh, can be put to good use and actually following through on that. Absolutely. One of the things that we need to understand about our self-worth is that once you, once you get to that place where you are able to value yourself, then of course your sense of self-concept is then improved and you start now being able to identify the good things about you. So that voice of, you know, being a critic that I spoke about yesterday, I mean, last week, <laughs> starts becoming, you know, um, on mute. It goes less and less down because now you start understanding that, okay, yes, as much as I am not like whoever and whoever and I am not at the level of whoever, whoever, I'm able to now zone into myself and say, what is it that I am able to do? then you realize that you have your own special capabilities, you have your abilities, you have things that you are able to do when and being who you are. You are wired a certain way and there's, there's, there's a, a lot of contribution you are able to also put out there in the lives of other people, in the various forms that you are functioning in your life. We always have this thing about modesty out of Stabia. Uh, modesty that plays itself out in a sense that we either undercharge for our services or we sell ourselves short because we we're, we're thinking uh, to, to to belong, you know, to to, to to be part of the establishment, to blend in with the surroundings. We must sell ourselves short. Would sure. you would you go with that? Abu Manja, you know, you are touching on a. Um in a very, uh, it's a pain point, I'll say, 
I'm saying this because I want to share my journey, you know, as um, an employee. When I entered into the workspace, I was so, so young. As a result, you come in there thinking that you are not worthy already because you are told that maybe you don't have the enough experience or whatever the case may be. So what happened to me is that the the first uh, permanent job that I got, I I was given a salary and I was not happy about it. But because of what you're saying, to say, um, because of the, the, the situations that I was facing at that time, because I was young and, you know, without experience, a bit naive um, to think that, you know, eventually this person will increase it because they, they'll know that I have to have responsibilities. So you walk into something settling for less, like you're saying, or selling yourself short, all because of driven by, you know, the desperation of the circumstances that sometimes we find ourselves in. And then you end up taking what you know is not 100%, you know, a reflection of what you should be getting because you know your true sense of, of worth, but you take it in the hope that perhaps things will be better or perhaps I can prove myself in the future so that they can see that I'm actually worth more than that. So what I took on and signed a contract is that I was going to be able to, to do X, Y, and Z, which was a lot of output that was expected for me. But what I was getting out at the end of the day was not really matching up to it. I wasn't able to say anything about that at that time because it was exactly that to say I wanted to fit in, I wanted to belong or because I was driven by what is happening in my circumstances. And I forgot that if I don't stand up for what is, you know, true to myself, true to my worth and negotiate or be able to voice out, even if it didn't change, but just to say something about it was was going to be a, a good starting point of, you know, of, of starting this relationship off on the right foot. So I agree with you, Abu Manja, that really happens to us as, as people in our journey to say that you it becomes like I don't want to be boastful or I don't want to come across as, you know, I'm too proud. But that is false, you know, humility is it's it's false because you are you are putting you are doing it at the expense of sacrificing yourself, which means internally you are going to be miserable. Internally it's going to affect how you think about yourself and the thoughts and you'll be bullying yourself all the time to say, But why are you allowing this to happen? You know there's so much more in you, but you're doing nothing about it, I would mind. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a tough one. It, it, uh, the way I see it, it needs you to be able to talk to someone like you uh, to get to that point as opposed to be able to make the right compromise, the manageable compromise True. that uh, you can, that gives you room to maneuver. Absolutely. And understand that I would demand that this is a journey, it's a process. Like I said to you, a lot of things happen to us. And those things, unfortunately, when they happen to, to us, they start shaping, you know, who we are in inverted commas. And if you don't address and check who you are and see if it's the correct reflection of the person that you're supposed to be, then you will always fall into the trap of thinking you are doing the best for you until you realize after, if, you know, you've reached your threshold that, you know what, enough is enough. I've really... I haven't been truthful to myself. I haven't loved myself. I haven't been standing up for what I believe to be the truth. And sometimes that can be expressed in, in ways that is 
not the best because you are at a point whereby you're like, I'm enough, you know, and it can sometimes be a little bit messy. But to avoid that is to just constantly check, you know, what really matters to you so that when you make a decision, it's not only driven by, you know, what is desperate, what what is happening temporarily in your situation at that time, but you make a decision knowing that, okay, I'm making this and these will be the consequences, but, you know, I'm still okay with within myself. Sure, yeah. A sense of clarity and and uh, setting boundaries so that uh, your values are not compromised? Yes, personal boundaries are, are very important, Abid Manja. They are very important because they will um, affect how others treat us. So if I am not very clear on the onset of what is important to me, and when I say clear, I mean even verbalize it by either showing somebody or telling them. Then those walls, or what I call, I call them walls, but they are boundaries. Those boundaries will, will forever remain invisible. But if I'm able to say to you that, Abud Manja, you know, can I use an example? When I used to work, um, I was a very, I'm a very feisty person and a very stern person, I believe in you know, people treating each other with respect and dignity. I remember when I was still young in the workplace, uh, you know, the guys in the in the workplace would, would like to call me names, hey, Pokemon, hey. In-in. And I remember calling in this guy in my office and say, when you step into this office and you don't know who I am, it's okay for you to ask me my name. Don't give me pet names. I'm not your baby. I'm not your Pokemon. So it, in that example, I was able to show this person from the onset to say, okay, these, this is my boundary. You are not going to cross it. Once you cross it, you are coming into my personal space, space and I don't like it. So verbalizing your personal boundaries and what is important to you is very, it's very important because if you don't say it, then the next person doesn't know, unfortunately. And if you don't act on it as well to show them that, you know what, I'm serious. If I say this is enough, then it's enough. And if I'm saying that this is how I'm going to deal with it, then you must deal with it so that they can they can face the consequences. I'll tell them chill, yeah? It's like, say, worry. It's important. Dry yourself. Oh, else nobody, nobody else will do that for me. And I've learned this the hard way. Nobody else, Abutimanja, is going to put what is important to me because they are not me. Nobody else is going to look after my interests because they don't, they don't know me. They don't understand what is my interest. They don't understand what is happening in my life. So if I don't verbalize or do something about those things, and doing it, of course, in a respectful, respectable and loving manner in the process, of course. But me, I've learned that we as individuals need to be able to stand up for what is you know, truthful to, to ourselves and to our self-worth. Uh, chapter 2 says uh, the people who get on in this world are the people who get up and look for circumstances they want to seek opportunities and if they cannot find them they create them so true although it's a very difficult thing I would manja you can I, I want to give you an example uh, last week I, I happened to have been in the process of you know pursuing some other opportunity only to find out at the at the end of the interview process that actually I'm in the wrong space. So self-love that I practiced in that time was to realize that 
that opportunity was not necessarily an opportunity for me. Yes, it was an opportunity, but it wasn't for where I am in my life currently. So I had to be a very courageous and be an adult about saying, you know what, um, unfortunately, I don't think this is the right fit for me. So I, after, you know, deliberating about it, thinking about it, and evaluating what this whole process, uh, this whole program is about, I don't think this is the right opportunity. So I'm going to decline so that I continue looking for what I believe is more suited to me. So it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of, you know, knowing, that's why I'm saying, being very truthful to who you are, because like that, that, that phrase is saying, you will always go after what you believe is truthful to you, and you'll stick to it no matter what happens. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's always going to be rosy. Sometimes you're going to have to make decisions that are very um, tough, decisions that sometimes don't make sense to even the people around you. But when you have that sense of peace within yourself, then that's a clear indication that you've done the right thing because you will never be tossing and turning at night about, oh my gosh, why did I take this opportunity? As yeah. if somebody held a gun on your head. Say, take you'll, it, take it. You'll no. dream of ghosts. Quickly, uh, what uh, voice note, Alstavia? Okay. Hey, Braminlos. Happy New Year to you, sir. It's been a while. We haven't spoken. And yeah, man, thank you for the for the informative uh, slot. You know, a uh, whole lot of things that you guys were talking about. It's, 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 it's one of many that I keep telling myself. But yeah, thank you for bringing this um, uh, guest to the show. Thank you, Braminlo. It's cool. Me. On my way to work. Good day to you, sir. Kumi is always up early. Another voice, not quickly, Astavia. Okay. Guys, Chico, yeah. I just want to conquer with your guest. There. Um, it's very true what she's saying, that we need to control our language when talking to other people. Like yesterday, other caller was saying uh, about the vaccine, that they must sell it to other African countries that are poor. I mean, for me, it's already a problem because you cannot suggest that uh, if it's not good for South Africa, it might be good for uh, other Africans that are poor. I mean, it's just the same that you give a bear the food that you are already going to throw. Thank you so much. Yeah, there it wow. is. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for the feedback, for the engagement. I'm so glad that this is being, um, it's a space that is really um, helpful to, to the masses out there. Well, Astabe, you know what? Shall we continue this next week? Because, uh, you know, these values, there are quite a few. And I know that our friends have their own that they've developed over time. And they would want to share them with us. Can we continue this next week, same time? We can continue this next week, Abutimandla. For those who want to engage with me, who have questions, who want to, you know, speak to me, connect with me, I'm on Instagram, uh, nong underscore NLP Life Coach. You'll find me there and we can, you know, engage further. Fantastic. Kostabia, whatever you do, have a lucky Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you so much. You share with my God bless. Take good care. Astavia Nong, behavior expert on SFM.